Hello, everyone. I'm Justin. And I'm Marcella. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content. Happy Moon Day, Marcella. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I'm excited. I've been excited all day to record yeah, our, me little, too. our little wrap up sesh. <laughs> yes, I love it. Ugh, I love these little epilogues. I'm so glad we decided to do this. Them. Yeah, I know. Definitely. It's just nice to, we were just saying, literally, weren't we? It's nice to not mm. have a book in front of you. Yeah, there's so much desk space now. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Hello. Oh, sorry. I disassociated for a second. I was oh. like, is Craig <laughs> recording? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway. Is he <laughs> yeah, he, he is. He is. He is. Okay. Uh, we'll leave that in. Peek behind the curtain. This is a behind-the-scenes episode. So, uh, today we're going to be doing our epilogue of the Infinity Arc. But first, we got to settle moon news. Marcella, what's your moon news this week? Um, I had a, I watched um, some more of Crystal. Yay! So, I am now on. I have to find it. I am just about to start Infinite Labyrinth Part 1. Oh, so you're like right smack in the middle. Yeah. So the last one I watched was Transformation Super Sailor Moon. Oh, nice. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's all kicking off. Love um, it. And that's about it. Really cool. On the, <laughs> really? Yeah, on the main news front, I'm afraid. But yeah. But I've I watched quite a few episodes because I'm I've got some time off work and uh yeah, so I've been able to watch a bit more nice. a bit more TV. Well not TV, but you know. Yeah. Some media. Does anybody actually watch TV anymore? I don't. <laughs> No. Like, we, we watch, Unless it's um, on streaming we, services. Yes, that's that's what I mean. But I don't kind of watch traditional no. TV as in the sense of sit down and turn the telly on at a designated time to watch a certain show. It's yeah. On my laptop or my phone or what have you. Anyway, that's mine. Yeah. What's what's yours? I'm excited. Okay. So Come I got on. some exciting things. Mm. All right. So number one. Yes. I have finished Sailor Moon S, my watch through of Sailor Moon S. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to watch the dream arc. I oh. think I'm in a place where I'm ready to, uh, I feel mentally stable enough <laughs> to either continue Inuasha or do Little Witch Academia. I'm leaning towards Little Witch Academia only because it's only 25 episodes and Inuasha yeah. is like a commitment. And yeah. I don't know if my mental health is ready for that. <laughs> yes. But I'm ready to start something different in the mornings so nice. maybe next next time i'll be talking about little witch academia who knows and save uh, the dream up for when you're feeling like you need that comfort again exactly i think that's yeah. that's where i'm at with that so oh. that's the first part of my moon news uh mm -hmm. second speaking of finishing things i finished codename sailor v <gasps> the whole thing a whole thing wow. i finished it yeah i just couldn't really put it down i just it was really speaking of comfort it was just really comforting to read at night before mm -hmm. i go to bed and i ended up finishing it and i fucking love minako in case y'all mm. didn't know <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much, and it's just really cool that there's something other than Sailor Moon that happens within the Sailor Moon universe. Yes. Which I appreciate. I wish Naoko would, like, do some sort of follow-up or side universe something. I just, and I love Naoko's artwork so fucking much. And the fact that she's so focused, especially in Codename Sailor on the fashion, you know, I'm a stan. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I just really, really appreciate it. Love. So there's that. Um, my next one, I just sent to you on Instagram. Okay, I can look so at it. So you can there. watch it now. Yeah, I told her before the podcast that she couldn't watch it. It is a fan-made Sailor Moon transformation. And Ooh. It's incredible. Oh, I love that I can hear it. This is wonderful. ASMR. <laughs> oh, the boots. I know, right? It's amazing. Uh, 
Oh. I can picture it in my oh. head. Uh, and look, she's like the manga version. Look how they like animated her to look like I she know. was ripped out of the manga. I love it. Isn't that amazing? Oh, that's gorgeous. So this is by Sailor Crisis on Twitter. Um, and I think Instagram. I'm not sure, but I know on Twitter she's Sailor Crisis. I need to follow her. And okay, she is amazing. And I just, the transformation, the thing I love the most is that it literally looks like she ripped Usagi out of the manga. And it's yeah. incredible. And I was like, Toei, you need to take pointers from Sailor Crisis because she's fucking got it. <laughs> okay, and lastly. This is the one I've been the most excited oh, about. Okay. okay. So, Marcella. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember a little manga by the name of Claymore? Yes. <laughs> well, imagine my surprise three days ago when I got an email notification that said Claymore Volume 2 is now in stock. Oh, my goodness. And I've never purchased anything so fast in my goddamn life. Wow. I went ahead and ordered it because I was like, bitch, I've been waiting for like, what, four months or something? Yeah. For this manga. And I looked it up and I can already get volume three on Amazon. So it's like, it's just volume two that is evading me. But I can proudly say that I have ordered it. It has not arrived yet, but I'm tracking the bitch. <laughs> and because, uh, you know, that's our favorite thing about buying things. And um. Yes. As as of right now, barring any complications, I'm gonna have Claymore Volume Two finally. Oh my God, how long has it been? Oh, it, I swear to God, it's been at least four months. Because I'm gonna check now because I remember I think I got <laughs> the first four, didn't I? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't. No way, I got I got the first five. Shit, and you're I, stacked. I couldn't get any more beyond that. They started to go out of stock. So let me mm, see if they're okay. back in stock. <clears throat> Do it. They probably okay. are. Volume six. Mm, some of them are, some of them aren't. Mm. Yeah, I purchased that one back in May uh, <gasps> 2021. I got volume five. Holy shit. But volume six wasn't. <gasps> volume six is in stock. <gasps> oh, wait. No, it isn't. Um. Damn. Currently unavailable. Well, it's, they, it's, in, it's available on Kindle, but I don't want it. Oh, well, they originally said that they were doing a big restock um, in January. So that's when we need to like jump on the claymores because right. I, really, I really loved it and I really kind of want to do it for the podcast. Yeah, so, I'd love to do it. Yeah, I can't get seven either. Oh, damn. But uh, I'm so ex I was so excited when I got that damn notification and I was like, I, I have to buy it. Like, I, I yeah. literally don't have a choice. I loved the first volume when I read that. Yes. Yeah, and same. then I out in, um, Solidarity. I was like, I'm not going to read the second one. But now you've got it. <sighs> yes, we can start reading it. Yeah, because that would be a good one to do. I still want to do the Utena one just because it's short. Yeah. And then yeah. and then maybe we can do Claymore because Claymore's, I looked it up, it's 155 chapters across 27 uh, volumes. <laughs> so it's wow. it's a behemoth, but I would love to do it. They're all out of stock right now. I'll have to keep an eye on them. Mm, okay. But yeah, but yeah so yeah, I had to share that. Own, so. Yeah, we do both own Utena. Okay. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, so super excited to get Claymore Volume 2. Amazing. Finally. <sighs> Finally. But yeah, that's that's my moon news. That's it. Oh, I love it. All right. So as y'all know, we don't have a manga in front of us. We're just talking about some wrap-up questions, mm. some little discussions to talk about our time in the Infinity Arc world. And uh, we're going to start with, <clears throat> who is our favorite witch of the Witches 5? And I have a feeling I already know yours. Yeah, but you're going to have to help me out with her name. But it was the one, not mm. surprisingly, with the braid. Cyprin. And she was the one, and she had, um, like, braids on her legs as well. So her outfit was, like, yes. heavily braided. Was she the one that could split into two? Yeah, she had a twin when she fought. Yeah, Patilla. Her, her. Just purely for, purely because, for the braid. Because, you yeah. know, I love a braid. You're a braid um, And her outfit yeah. was amazing. Not that the others weren't, but hers in particular Her's was very ballerina-esque to me. Yeah. But then she, um, I used to do ballet when I was a little girl. Hmm. Um, but that, so maybe that's why I was like, 
Um, but then yeah, she, yeah, when she split into the twins and when she went uh, to fight uh, Sailor Uranus and she just like blew that bitch's window. Yes. That's oh. not, not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> blow yet. Her window, <laughs> blow her windows out. Um, it, There's yeah, a Malone song in there somewhere. She was, uh, <laughs> she was vicious, and which I love. Very vicious. Appreciated. Yeah. So yeah, it has to be her. What about you? So, I do love Cyprin and Batillal just because I love twins, and I I love that she was strong, and she was just a bad bitch. But I did go a different route just for the sake of this question. Mm-hmm. And I w- actually went with Udiel. Which because one was that? She was the first one, and she had, like, the, the red snake braids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why I chose her, is because she was our first introduction to the Witches 5, and she, like, went up against uh, Ray, and she had these, like, snake ponytails, and then she, like, transformed yes. into, like, a Medusa. And I was like, that is the fucking vibe in a surf, bitch. Yeah. And uh, so I went with Udiel, and I love her, like, red color scheme, and she's got, like, pink detailings and her little cheerleader looking outfit i thought was really cute plus i knew you were gonna go with cyprin and patilla yeah. so i was like let me go, let me different. really think about it yeah and i was like you know what udiel's that bitch yeah and i feel a little biased because i adore udiel in the anime um she gets the most screen time out of all the witches um which i didn't realize this until i just finished uh sailor moon s but uh yudiel gets a lot of screen time mamet gets a lot of screen time but villowy telu and Cyprin get one episode mm. each oh that's it oh it, it's focused on yudiel and focused on mamet and then the other three are like thrown to the wayside wow which i wish that they would have like staggered it a little bit better yeah. So that all of them could get some more personality because the last three got like nothing. And yeah. Mamet and Udiel were so well roundedly, especially Mamet in the anime is so heartwarming, even though she's the villain. Um, and I wish that, you know, Cyprin and Villoui and Telu got that same service, but they didn't. Yeah, that's a so, shame. Uh, so it's nice that they sort of get highlighted in the manga, especially when they come back to life. That's a chapter. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I went with Udiel. Nice. Plus, Good I think job. her name is really interesting. Yes. It's a really interesting name. Cyprin and Udiel have my favorite names. Oh, I do like Villowy, though. Yeah, Villowy was nice. Yeah. Anyway. Tell- Tellu as well. I quite like that. They all have great names. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was, so, so that's four of that. Four out of five. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Mamet. <laughs> Okay, so next I have favorite Deathbuster, and I just wrote down Kaola Knight, Mistress Nine, or uh, Soichi slash Germatoid, um, aka the demon that was possessing yeah. Hataru's dad. But yeah. not that Hataru's dad gave a shit. No. I'll go first because I already have mine and for very okay. specific reasons. Okay. Kayola Knight. Sorry yeah. to Mistress Nine because I love that she, you know, and in- is inhabiting my my best girl, my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kayola Knight is fucking badass. And like when she was doing that fucking ritual with a ripping a bat's head off and bathing in the blood, bitch. She's just a dark fucking witch, and I love her for it. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Kayola Knight's my favorite. Her hair is a serve. Her, like, braided red hair over top of her long flowing red hair and her black, like, witch outfit. Yeah. She's that bitch. She's Lilith incarnate. She's that She's that girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I have to agree with you. Yeah? Yeah, I think, I know, I, I feel like that's a bit dull, but... I can't. Um, no, it has to be her. Yeah, because I you said because Mistress Nine is cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but she almost seemed like I don't know. There's something about <laughs> Mistress Nine in the manga that I don't like as much as I like Mistress Nine in the anime. Yeah, I felt like she was just lacking a bit of substance. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's Maybe. that's what I was I trying to know. go for. No, I agree. Because she was just, um, she wasn't quite there. Mm. And then with Germatoid slash Professor Tomoe, he was just an asshole. Oh, yeah, we can't say him. Yeah, I mean, at least Kaola Knight was, she had a goal. Yes, yeah, she was evil, but at least she was like, she was trying to 
come up through the ranks. She was trying to be a, the baddest bitch that she knew she was. And yeah. I can appreciate that. Definitely. Yeah. It's just nine to me. It just didn't seem like she put enough work in, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there was no effort. No, I agree. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It just felt lacking with her. Especially um, when she. Go ahead. No, that was it. I was just <laughs> ruminating on my decision. I was just going to say, especially because she was like, I'm the chosen mate of Pharaoh 90. And I'm, you know, I was put here because I was so powerful and I'm here to rule along Pharaoh like 90. But for what? You didn't how? do How? Prove it. Right, exactly. There was no, put your money where your mouth is, no proof in the pudding. Yeah, just didn't. Hataru sort of decimated her with like the blink of an eye. It's like, mm. how are you this strong bitch when a ghost form of a 12-year-old can eradicate you? Yeah, right. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I think this next one we're gonna have some things to talk about whether you uh, are ready for it or not. <laughs> uh oh. Any guardian opinions changed? Okay. <laughs> you want me to go ahead and go? Yeah, you go. Because, um, don't kill me. Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, I do have <gasps> some opinions that have changed. Uh, fear not, Sailor Saturn's still number one in my eyes forever and always. Um, That's not what I'm worried about. Number two, I, I'm gonna have to go with Ray. I love Ray so much, mm-hmm. and you know I'll, I'll never stop loving her. Number three, <laughs> it's Minako. <laughs> I but J- Jupiter's not in my top three anymore. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I can see that though. Okay. I was like, she's going to kick me off the podcast. (laughs) No, I'm not. Minako is, uh, yeah. I've just fallen so much in love with her character. And I, I'm sure Codename Sailor V has a lot to do with it. But even just reading the the regular Sailor Moon manga. Yeah. I've just, I've grown so attached to Minako. And especially because um, I've been playing Sims lately and my game is shipping Minako and Ray without me doing Aww. anything. I sent you yeah. that screenshot, didn't you I? Did. That was like, uh, Minako called Usagi and she's like, I've been thinking about hanging out with Ray. Do you think that's weird? And I was like, oh, the game ships them together too. Hashtag Rainico. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I love Mina. And I hate to say it, but like this arc is not Makoto friendly. Like there's some mm-hmm. moments where it's nice to, you know, we talked about like her pointing out her legs during the Kaguya arc and stuff like that. But there's not a whole lot of like Makoto moments. No, I know. I feel like she it was a bit. She was saved a bit of dust in this one. Yeah, and I think that that's sort of made her fall to the wayside for me. <gasps> yeah. She can keep Ami company. <laughs> I do not put her in the same category. I mean... <laughs> Don't. <laughs> do not. Okay, I, I won't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. I won't. Uh, so, what about you? Any Guardian opinions um, change? Yeah, but just just a nice one, really. I mean, I don't really... My top three kind of stays the same. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm, like, thinking, what is my top three? <laughs> but, um... I... <sighs> And I, I feel like there's <laughs> there's one listener in particular who's going to hate this. Uh-oh. So apologies in advance. They'll know who they are in a moment, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. I love even more Chibiusa. Ah, uh, yes, Chibiusa is the best. I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm low key stunning <laughs> her. High key stunning her. High key. Um, I just. She's just, and I don't know if it's just because we're reading it through together, so it feels different and Mm. it feels fresh. But I'm like, why didn't I notice how hilarious she was? Same. I feel the same way because I, I know we've talked about it before, but like, yeah, I just sort of overlooked Chibiusa and us reading it together. I'm like, she is the comic relief, the bratty little sister, and she gives Usagi shit, which is like probably my favorite thing ever. Same. And yeah, Chibiusa is awesome. I have got a um, such a soft spot for her. She is rising high in the ranks. Yeah. Um, like really high. Um, she's <laughs> probably one of my favorites. Just absolutely I love it. absolutely adore her. The little scamp. 
<laughs> yeah, she is quite a scamp. <laughs> so scamp. yeah, I think I feel like that's that's changed because I, I did I always like liked her, mm. um, but now I fucking adore the little I know pink haired angel. <laughs> <laughs> she is a little angel, ain't she? Mm. A meddling little I'm just angel. <laughs> loving her in Crystal as well, and yeah. She... <sighs> <sighs> How can you hate Jimmy Usa? I don't get it. I don't get it. I do not get it. <laughs> and I see it online too. People being like, oh, Jimmy Usa is like the worst character of Sailor Moon. And I'm like, have you met Ami? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <sighs> Jimmy Usa is funny. And I know that people are like that whole weird thing with, you know, her crushing on yeah. Marmory, which, yeah, is weird. But it is weird. It's also, I don't know, she's a kid and she's like, I don't know, but I, I, I'm just, I don't even include that. Just all, yeah. the good, all the good things outweigh that for me. Because I see it as sort of like that thing. I mean, I'm not trying to excuse what happened in the Black Moon arc when she was Wicked Lady, but I no. sort of see it as that whole thing where it's like you ask a little kid like, oh, who are you going to marry when you're older? And they're like, dad, because that's yeah. like the, their male role model. Yeah. So it's like, that's who they're modeling after. I see it sort of like that. That's how I yeah, justify same. it. <laughs> Same. Instead of like she genuinely wants to fuck her dad, because I don't think that she does. Well, I don't think she, she wouldn't even have a concept of that, would she? So no. So it's, it's not in a sexual way. I don't right. sexualize it because she's a kid. So so again, it was weird in the Black Moon within, arc, but it's yeah, it's not like that in general. No. <sighs> okay. So, well, I'm glad you didn't uh, lacerate me or set me on fire. No. No. <laughs> I was fully prepared to fight. Oh no. It's understandable not really <laughs> as plot a slow revenge <laughs> you would that gemini poison thought um all right so next i have black moon villains do we prefer black moon clan villains mm. death buster villains or dark kingdom villains mm. i'm gonna be really boring do it dark kingdom <laughs> still i wrote dark kingdom too <laughs> <laughs> I hate to do it, but like, I was, I really, really thought hard, long and hard about this. Yeah. And again, I appreciate how the Black Moon Clan had the lackeys underneath them. Yes. I'll always appreciate that. Um, but I would have to say my least favorite is probably Deathbusters. They didn't have yeah. as much Same. to them. No, and which is a shame. It is a very shame because you could build up the whole witches thing. Maybe I'll do that in the audio series. You could yeah. like really build it up and make it like this clan of or this coven of witches that like were part of the Tau Sar system and their their magical planet got wiped out by Pharaoh 90 yeah. and then they were enslaved to him. Copyright. Copyright, just, bitch, because that's good. <laughs> I just feel like they didn't have enough backstory. I didn't have enough to care about them. Right. Agreed. Because Whereas, if you thought... Yeah, go ahead. Well, Dark Kingdom did, didn't they? They were sort of yeah. in, entrenched in the lore of it. So, And if you thought that Black Moon Clan didn't have any sort of background, like Death Bus has nothing. Yeah, but I care more about the Black Moon though, because they kind of yes, felt like a little family. Whereas the Deathbusters didn't. It was just you know thrown in three there. People, not including the Witches Five, but the three people kind of, and none of them were had any real connection apart from. I mean, right. obviously they worked together. Um, Mister mm -hmm. Googly Eye and <laughs> Googly Eye, the head <laughs> witch bitch. But yeah. aside from that, it was just it just felt very. They felt more jointed black moon clan didn't i kind yeah. of got got them a bit more no i i completely agree because at least black moon clan had like they were sequestered on a planet they grew up together yeah. they banded yeah. together and they were just trying to survive when you get right down to it and mm -hmm. the witches five uh, and the Deathbusters, they just wanted to destroy they didn't want to survive they just wanted to yeah. destroy so i think in that sense it was a kind of a missed opportunity for the villains to have some sort of substance and because mm -hmm. of that dark kingdom reigns supreme yes and uh I, I wish it wasn't the case and you know it might be the nostalgia of us you know loving the dark kingdom i mean it's the first thing you see of sailor moon it's the number one thing you think of like i think all the musicals yeah. are based off the dark kingdom because it's it's just good it's perfectly balanced it and is. you can't say that about every arc just with beryl and her being connected so heavily to the, their past as well yes exactly um, 
uh, the princes as well, with them having mm-hmm. previously served with uh and Demian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just it had more substance. Yeah. Will the Dark Kingdom ever be usurped? In our opinions, you're just gonna have to keep listening to find out, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so this one's probably gonna be a no-brainer as well. Uh, Beryl versus Demand versus Kaolinite. In that order again. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, it's not quite that order. Oh. I will say for me, it, it, Beryl is supreme. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. Beryl. Uh, oh, but then I would actually go Kaolinite. I, I mean, I, I love her, but I just, there was something about Demand, but maybe it's because of, I created my own little mini Sailor <laughs> You have a soft spot for Demand. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's, his character, him and Usagi, end up falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> in my little head cannon coming into play. <laughs> yeah, so that's what that's what tips him over Kaolinite. <laughs> I think for me, it's just the fact that I at least felt, I felt connected to Kaolinite's purpose. Yeah. Uh, you know, she was like, I've got to be better i've got to be stronger i mean yes it was she was hellbent on destruction but -hmm. at least she was like driving herself whereas i don't get that from demand i get demand as just like i'm doing this because i want to and i want to enslave this woman to love me because i have a crush on her future self and i'm just like that doesn't have as much substance to me as kaolinite trying to be her best self so Mm. that's why you can tell i really thought about these answers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but that's why I would put demand last. But no one beats Beryl. Nobody can be Beryl. No. You might. You should. Uh, I, I need to uh, tell you a little bit more about Sailor Moon the Musical because it might change your opinion on demand. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> but yeah, Beryl is. Yeah, it's Beryl. Uh, it's Beryl's world, and we just live in it. Yeah, let's be honest. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so I love this. Okay, so next I have written down the subject of Wicked Lady and Mistress Nine as parallels. Mm. So obviously we know that Chibiusa became uh, not possessed. Well, I mean, coerced, we'll say, by Wiseman slash Nemesis and became Wicked Lady. Mm. And sort of in that same vein, Hataru was implanted with the daemon egg of Mistress Nine. And so she yeah. became evil in her body. So it's a little bit different, but it, yes. I think it was very smart of Naoko to make Chibiusa and Hataru like really close friends and to have mm. that dynamic because they have such similar tales in what they yeah. they were used for the bigger plot of the story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, true. However, However, <laughs> Wicked Lady is superior. I mean, I don't think oh. that's a question. No. Um, I know that I'm super biased about it <laughs> because I love Wicked Lady's design and an adult evil Chibiusa is, or like a teenage evil Chibiusa is like tattooed on my fucking chest. Like, I, mm. oh, I love her so much. I wish that Mistress Nine was served that same that same sort of narrative as Chibiusa, where she was yeah. like forced to grow up, and it wasn't so much a separate entity from Hataru, but like a grown up Hataru. Um, but I still appreciate. It was, what it was it quite is. nice that it, that it was different, though, because if it had been the same, true. Sort of thing, that, that's a good point. Like, yeah, here we go again. Do you know what I mean? That yeah, that's valid. That's valid. Um, I, so it was nice. And it <coughs> fed more into the whole kind of scientific, you know, implanting the eggs. It fed more right, into yeah. that kind of vibe, which it had, you know, with the whole Resident Evil Umbrella Academy that we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Whereas um, uh, Dark Lady was more kind of the stranger danger right, coercion, yeah. which mm-hmm. fits very well into that whole storyline. Because um, that's how he was kind of... Uh, that's how he was, you know, getting control of, of the Black Moon Clan and everybody. He was just sort of, you know, telling them what they wanted to hear. Yeah, And true. making them big promises, whereas <clears throat> in the Infinity Arc, it was more to do with sort of witchcraft and science and experimentation. And right. So that's, yeah, I quite like those differences. True. Um, but... Clearly, it's Dark Lady. Yep. This would also be like, this is just Wicked Lady's world and we're living in it too. <laughs> because I, I just... Yeah. I feel like me as who I am, being the goth at heart, uh, pastel exterior person that I am, 
<laughs> I just feel like if a wicked lady appeared to me and was like, if you be my subordinate, I'll, and I would stop her and I'd be like, you had me at the outfit. Yeah. You had me at the outfit. Don't even speak. It's a yes. Don't speak. I know I know what you're saying. So please yeah. stop explaining. Don't tell me because who do I have to hurt? <laughs> That's exactly what it would be because I, I'd be like, are you a vampire bitch? Because she, she looks, her design is so like vampire queen. And I think that's what I love about Wicked Lady. Whereas yeah. Mistress Nine didn't have as much of that um, ambiguity that Wicked yeah. Lady has. And that's why I got to go with Wicked Lady. Plus she's Chibiusa and I have a sauce for for Chibiusa too. So got to yeah, do it. True. All right. Next up, we have the quote unquote Supreme Leaders. Metallia versus Nemesis versus Pharaoh 90. Hmm. This one was very easy for me. Like, I didn't even second guess myself. Yeah. And to me, it's it's Nemesis. I think Nemesis is far superior yeah. than Metallia, because Metallia was a glowing fucking orb for two seconds. <laughs> but at least she was she had more substance to her than Pharaoh 90, who I feel is the weakest out of these three. Yes. Because it was like, okay, Pharaoh 90's in this chapter. Oh, he's killed in this chapter because he's literally an apparition that means nothing. I know. Did we even did he even have physical form? I can't even remember. No, he didn't. He was he was like Metallia in that sense of he was just like a fog <laughs> that they couldn't get rid of, but then they got rid of him in like two seconds. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because Sailor Moon moon or i guess super sailor moon and or the outers are that much more powerful that he was so yeah. easy to eat. but i wish there was more more battle in that sense and i also wish that they had physical forms which is something that will happen in my audio series so yeah um but yeah he just felt super weak to me and at least yeah. nemesis had multiple forms and he started out yeah. as like this serial killer that like was sent to this planet by neo queen serenity and then he raised up his own army like i think that's such a cooler story mm. oh definitely and the whole uh, uh the the skelly bob in the dungeon as well that was always there <laughs> yes, i forgot about that <laughs> that was cool that was cool not me taking this opportunity to stand the black moon arc when we're talking about the infinity arc and then turned into a fucking planet <clears throat> Yes, oh, that's on. so cool. And like, not even Metallia can touch that. I know. And I feel like in our last wrap up, I might have said Metallia. I, I can't remember what I said. But I'm. Yeah, I don't remember either. I'm 100% with you. It's. It's Nemesis. Nemibro. Nemesis. Nemibro. Nemesis. Wise Daddy. <laughs> yeah, it is, without a doubt. Like, if I ever said Metallia in the last arc, like, shut up. You don't know what you were talking about. Because <laughs> it's, it's yeah. uh, Nemesis. Which I appreciate that I'm t I took the time to reflect on it because I feel like before, like when I read it by myself, I sort of skated over Wiseman slash Death Phantom slash Nemesis. <laughs> Uh, and just like I didn't really care as much but like stacking them against each other it really makes you think about mm -hmm. how bad the villains are how successful the villains are and how much substance the villains have I and think, that's why yeah, I think it ahead. helps having a bit of distance as well from the arc I agree you know what I mean yes so when you absolutely look back, a bit of time has passed and you can yeah appreciate it different in a different way true Maybe once we get to the stars arc, I'll be like, oh my god, Pharaoh 90 is amazing, but I doubt it. I highly no, doubt it. <laughs> we'll be like, who? Honestly. That fair who? Can we say that? Does that <laughs> fair who? I honestly, I think once we get to the the end, I think that Pharaoh 90 is probably the weakest of the Supreme Leaders. Yeah, I think like, so. Eh, that's unfortunate, but I think that's true. Yeah, I think so. <sighs> All right. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> favorite new sailor guardian out of the the three new ones we got this arc yeah. i'll let you go first <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh mm, uranus yeah i mean i don't blame you yeah haruka's so hot <laughs> Yeah. Is that a good enough reason? Oh, God, yeah. Are you kidding? Well, plus, yeah. Uranus is super powerful. The world's shaking. Leave your legs oh, shaking man. after I'm done with you. Mr. <laughs> Steal your girl. Like, I mean... <laughs> 
I love Uranus. Just, I love the personality of her as well. Just amazing. Yeah, same. Like, I mean, you know, Setsuna, great. I, I, I feel like Michiru is a little bit too wishy-washy. Probably people are going to hate me for saying that. No, I see that. But I feel like she is. Yeah. Which is a shame because I, you know, if you sort of lined them all up and gave me a brief, oh, you know, this is Sailor Neptune and, you know, this and that. I feel mm-hmm. like I'd love her. But then... Yeah. Having spent time with her, I don't. Yeah. She's just like the girlfriend of. That's kind of all I see her as. She does irradiate that. She does radiate that energy. Like, yeah. you're friends with Haruka, and you only know Michiru as Haruka's girlfriend. Yeah. Damn, I never really thought about it until you said that. But it's kind of true. I know. Which is unfortunate because I've taken so many quizzes and it tells me that I'm Sailor Neptune. No. (laughs) I've taken like three like pretty recent quizzes and it tells me that I'm Sailor Neptune. (laughs) See, I don't think you are. I just feel like Sailor Neptune would be like the kind of girlfriend who'd be like, let's have a joint Facebook account. (laughs) Absolutely not. Mm -mm, No. Um, and Uranus would be like, that's not happening. No. She's like, I have two Facebooks. One for my personal life and one for my motocross racing career. <laughs> yeah. She has a fan. She has a, uh, like a, like a driver page where she's like a famous driver. <laughs> <laughs> Which I stand. Love that. Yeah. So yeah, Uranus. So here's the thing. I have to say Saturn However, I feel like that's a little bit cheating because we know that Saturn's my favorite mm. and I do wish that she had a little bit more substance to her in the in the sense of like as a guardian. Cuz yeah. I mean she has a lot of substance as like Hataru. Um, yes. But I wish that there was a little more as Saturn, just like more interactions as her being Saturn, which we're going to get some in the dream arc which I appreciate. Um, but I sort of took this as I took Saturn out of it because sort of like Usagi, Usagi is everyone's favorite, but you don't really count Usagi a lot of the time because like Mm -hmm. she's the, the front man of the the property. And that's sort of how I treat Sailor Saturn. So I actually went with someone else and, um, but I wrote Uranus. (laughs) I mean, I had to. I mean, obviously. And like you said, I love Setsuna and I love Michiru. I, I love all of them, even Ami. I love them all um, so much. But there's something about Haruka. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that she's really hot, <laughs> even though that plays <laughs> a part. But like you said, her personality, her yeah. gung-ho personality, for better or for worse, because it doesn't... It doesn't um, play in her corner a lot of the time. Oh yeah. How headstrong always, she is. But it doesn't I, always gel with me either. Yeah. But I appreciate her her confidence. I think that's what's so appealing to her. I think that's what it she's is. She's so confident. Mm. And uh, you just you want to be as confident as Haruka. Yeah. <laughs> but none of us are. <laughs> no. All right. No. Okay, we're we're down to like the last three categories. Oh wow. Yeah. Um so <laughs> our know the answer for both of us for this one but we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> we all go we're like almost like matching throughout the whole thing. <laughs> i know favorite filler chapter <laughs> <laughs> oh i wonder what that's going to be <laughs> so we have the chibiusa one and the princess love the the love of princess kaguya which we split into two Ooh. um so uh <laughs> She's just fucking adorable. And you, I don't understand how anybody, yes, I'm talking to you, anybody (laughs) could hate her. (laughs) She's so much fun. And honestly, I don't think that us reading the fillers would be as enjoyable for us to recording this podcast if it weren't for the Chibiusa chapters. Oh, definitely. I don't think we would have as much fun. No, I don't think so. So I definitely got to go with Chibiusa on that. And uh, I'm assuming you have the same answer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You assume correctly. Um, just for, I, oh, they are just such fun, aren't they? They just feel like, it's almost like when you're watching a TV show that you love, but then they have like a little mm-hmm. Christmas special. <gasps> yes. 
it's like Absolutely. that and you just know it's gonna be great yeah that's exactly and, what it is yeah it's like a special episode that takes place within the world but like you enjoy it for the reasons that it's different yes even though it feels the same and that's exactly yeah. what we get out of the chibiusa chapters and this one was just really good fun with the uh it was the man massacre wasn't it with just the shady man lady massacre, yes. and uh, um mamaru sort of buying the watch i mean everything was <laughs> done it was it's not like they even like because sometimes you get like filler chapters and people like change their personality slightly within them does that make sense right yeah no everything yeah everything was just on the nose it, like everybody was acting the way that they would act exactly and, and that probably sounds stupid because you pop people thinking well yeah of course they're going to but <laughs> okay, i don't know I can't, I can't really explain it very well but it's no i just... know what you're trying to say like sometimes especially because i don't know how um close together naoko wrote the side stories yeah like if it was a couple years after if it was during we really I, I don't know um but yeah sometimes the characters can get lost in sort of as placeholders because the story is not about them so yeah. they lose their their characteristics their mannerisms and stuff like that but that has not happened yet yeah and in that sense, I really appreciate Naoko taking the time to do the side stories, but also everyone is still who they are. Yeah. I like the side stories as well. because, th And this is the weird thing. Like, the one with Ray, it gave mm. her a chance to kind of grow as a character, so you understand a bit more about yeah. Um, the one with Luna, you, you understood a different side of Luna. The Chibiusa ones, Chibiusa isn't growing as a person throughout them, but it's just <laughs> fun. Yeah. It's it, straight it, up fun. It's not, it's not making you she, no find out more valuable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one's learning a valuable lesson at the end of it. It's just Chibiusa being who she is and you're having a good time while she's doing it. Exactly. And I love that. Yeah, me too. Uh, are we Chibiusa stands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I so. <laughs> yeah, paint me pink and <laughs> paint me pink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, these last two, I think, will probably have the most to say potentially. Um, first up is our favorite act or chapter of the Infinity Arc. Mm, I've struggled with this one. Have you? I still haven't fully decided. Oh, you want me to go? Because I wrote mine down. Yeah. Okay. So, I have three. <laughs> okay. Because I, 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 I couldn't boil it down because there was things that happened in each of these chapters that um, were like my favorite things that happened in the Infinity Arc, so I went with them. So, first chapter is uh, Act 32, Infinity 6, Three Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is, uh, in, this is Cyprin's chapter. This is when Cyprin comes out and she has that fight with Uranus on the balcony and, uh, Kaolinite's trying to, you know, gather her power. And she's like, Cyprin, it's up to you. Like, you need to fucking do this. And Cyprin doesn't disappoint with her attack on the outers. It's so good. And then when, uh, you know, Patil is, uh, splits from Cyprin. And they get ready to attack, and it leaves on a cliffhanger because they don't destroy Cyprin and Patil. They can't. Mm. They can't really defeat them yet. And so I had to go with that one because it's such a good chapter, um, a, an all over the place chapter in the sense of uh, the plot because it bounces yeah. around a lot. But I appreciated that chapter so so much. So had to go with thirty two. My next one is 34, which is Infinity 8, Infinite Labyrinth 1. Mm -hmm. And that's when uh, Kaolinite does her dark fucking magic, rips the head off a bat, yeah. and brings back all of the witches five. Yeah. Yeah, so I just loved 34 because of all that. And we had Ataru yeah. trying to break free out of Mistress 9. Oh, I just love that. And then lastly, I wrote down 38, which is <clears throat> the last chapter of the act. And I just loved seeing everything wrapped up. You know, the My Three Mommies moment. All of the girls getting into high school. Or not high school. Passing their exams. Right. Yeah, that's it. Um, And just everyone just getting a nice ending. And it set up the dream arc perfectly yeah uh, i just i had to go with that one yeah good choices yeah so there, there we go what about you i've narrowed mine down 
So, okay. number one, and this is in no particular order. Okay. Now, I don't remember the titles. I can only go by what we we called them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I'll just say the act number. Okay, cool. But number one was Act 29. 29. Can you remember what that was called? Orig- like, oh, what, what the original name was before we permanently changed them. Uh, that's the one that's New Soldiers, Haruka Tenno, and Michiru Kayo? That sounds about right. I'm almost positive that's it. But that's the one where um, Usagi gets kissed, isn't it? <gasps> yes, that's the make-out point. Make-out point. Um, yeah. That one. I'm not saying it was specifically just because of that kiss moment, <laughs> but it probably was. But it didn't um, hurt. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think that was the one where um, Minako was doing her pop idol thing. <gasps> yes, it was. That's the one where she goes up against Mamet. Yeah. Yeah, which is just adorable because I love that she wants to be a pop idol. I know, it's so cute. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it was about that one. Maybe it was because it was early, so we were still doing the um, the sort of world building for the new Guardians coming in and they didn't fully quite know them yet. There was yeah. still that tension between um, Usagi and Hataru. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm I'm really bad with names, you know this. It's, um, it's okay. I got but you. yeah, I just love that. I just love that kiss. I just love that kiss. I thought it was That's pretty hot. Yeah, but I just and then that, that was, was also just... the chapter we saw Haruka in that feet in that female outfit for the first time. Oh, was it? Yeah, hanging off a helicopter. Oh, when she took yeah. Shibuya home. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, just yeah. Oh, I just love her. <laughs> um, and then the second one. The that I've got marked down is uh, Act 34. <laughs> Same oh. as you. Yep. Um, and was that when they were all turned into House of Wax? I think that was when they returned into the candle. Yeah, 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 that's the Um, first labyrinth one. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, I just thought it it was great. And again, exactly the same reasons as you, but with Kale and I doing that real dark magic. Yes. Um, And the each of the guardians sort of being led down a different path. Yeah, we got like separation between the guardians. Yeah, and and, I know they kind of do that a lot, but I don't know. I thought it was particularly well done. Agreed. In this, in that act. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my third one that I've got written down is, let me find the act number, <laughs> is, now, I hope I've got the right one. If I've, okay. I know which one I mean. It's act 36. And is that the 36. one where Hitaru basically defeats Mistress Nine and I then goes to so. save Chibusa as a spirit and we were getting all choked up and she's kind of she's kind of <gasps> sat is. on the balcony and yes. freaking Mamo had fallen asleep, hadn't he? <laughs> yep. Um but thankfully um Hitaru was there to save the day and rescue and just her giving her her, her crystal back and yeah. it was it was so beautifully done. It was. I think that's probably my favourite out of the three I've mentioned actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, Hattori. It was just it was just such a beautiful moment. It was. Just uh, you know, the love and the friendship and just the care <laughs> and you know, uh, us potentially feeling like this might have been her end. Right. Um and, and sacrificing it all. Yeah, the selflessness. Because she gave Chibiusa her soul back and the inners their soul back. Yeah, just absolutely Ugh. beautifully done. So yeah, I think that's my favourite out of the whole thing. That was such a good one. Mm. You kind of changed my mind a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> I know I'm quite surprised you didn't Ugh. say that one, actually. When you yeah. said um, the one about the labyrinth part one, and I was kind of like smiling, so I thought that's one that I'd earmarked. And I was expecting yeah. you to then say that one. as your, your Yeah, 36. One. I forgot. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. It's a good one. You got me, bitch. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And lastly, we have favorite (laughs) podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to go first? Um, I feel like I might change my mind, but my first reaction mm-hmm. um, is uh, <laughs> I'm a slave for Usagi. <laughs> Act 36 again. Act 36. Yep. Um, because... I did have that. I have that one written down as well. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't we, in the, in the previous one, we liked the share-centric. Yeah, in Black Moon, we had the yeah. share-centric episode, and now in Infinity, we've got the Britney episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Which, coincidentally, um, is our shortest episode of the Infinity Arc. Is it? Yeah. Even though we were, with yes. the amount of Britney references we pulled out. And we did that many Britney references in 53 minutes and 57 seconds. Do you know, so the bit that makes me laugh, <laughs> I, I re-listened to it recently. And mm-hmm. we get right to the end of the um, episode. So we've read chapter. <laughs> yeah. And then we just get into this mode where we're just like reeling off, having a discussion with reading <laughs> Britney songs. I actually counted. <laughs> Oh, did you? And we did 22. <gasps> That's my number. That's weird. 22 Britney song references. That's weird. That little kind of end. I mean, we did more throughout throughout the arc as we went along. But just yeah. in that little end bit, we did, yeah. I've got chills. They're multiplying. Oh my God. <laughs> <gasps> I had no idea. Our power. I know. <laughs> But yeah, it was just so fun to record. Just it, so it was fun. a fun, fun time. Mm. I mean, That's they why I, I had it written it. down. Yeah, yeah, we always have fun, but it's it's those episodes where we go off the rails like that that I think tend to be our fa- personal favorites. Whether know, or not they're like, the listener favorites, probably not. But <laughs> they I make know. us I'd laugh. Curious. I'd be curious to know, yeah, um, which like particular episodes the listeners liked. Yeah, if they remember. But um, yeah, that one for me, and I think it's just because. It was so random, the Britney thing, because we yeah. can't remember how it started, but we'd been listening to Britney before. <gasps> That's right, yeah. And it came from that, didn't it? So it was mm-hmm. just out of the blue. And then things in the act just seemed to fall into place. <laughs> they <laughs> did. <laughs> with Britney, so yeah. That was when, that was the one actually when freaking Mamoru fell asleep. I think so. It was, because yeah. we were not impressed with him in that And chapter. then we spent like the next three chapters loving him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fickle. Uh, but funny enough, um, I've looked at the numbers before, and the most listened to episode of the Infinity Arc is Make Out Point. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. Weirdly, like it surpassed Hot Helicopter Hubby and Medallion Daddy Dungeon, and even the the Britney episode. Like, I was very yeah. surprised. I wonder if it's the title somehow. I think it might have something to do with the title, but yeah, I don't know. That's that one's number one uh, out of the whole season. Hmm. Yeah. What other ones do you have? Uh, sorry, I've just quickly popped on a chartable to uh, just check our position. Oh yeah, I got the email yesterday. <clears throat> okay. It was right, saying that we were 32. like 25 or something? We were 25. We've gone down to 32. Oh, okay. Cute. Uh, but yeah, we kind of like go up and down in that area. Yeah. Um, oh, my others. I didn't think of any others. Uh, oh, that's fine. Note. I've got I've got an I, I've got another one other than the I only wrote two. I wrote the oh, 36 um, and then one other one. <laughs> I um I tell you another one that stands out to me just flicking through the titles was um again the Chibusa chapter and I don't know if we can count that because it's a filler but it was great fun to record it was it the man was massacre. man, man massacre. massacre yeah that one was a good one yeah it's Which the Chibusa chapters man oh. I know that's brilliant that's so good. Um, the only other one I wrote down is <laughs> is 35, Medallion Daddy Dungeon. Because oh, yeah. we had such a good time with that one, I think. And that's the one where uh, they def- they defeat uh, Professor Tomoe as Germatoid. And uh, I just really <laughs> love that one. I-, I re-listened to that one. And it's just a lot of good fun. We're in our element in that episode. And yeah, I think that's why I enjoyed that one so much. Is that the one where we started off and we were like a mess within like the first 30 I seconds. think so, yeah. <laughs> as, as we tend to do, yeah. I can't even remember why. I don't remember why lost, either. I lost it at the beginning because of something. <laughs> that was the one where I think I think it's that one where we had like a bunch. Of, here, let me flip through my notes, actually. I think that's the one where we had so many titles we were going to potentially call it. Right. And uh, let me look back. Uh oh! I have potential titles: Medallion Daddy Dungeon or the Dirtiest Episode. <laughs> so clearly, we were on some shit in that episode. <laughs> I know what happened. Later recordings because I know something happened, but I can't think what. Yeah, something happened. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I look. I think back on that title, or I look at that title, and I'm like, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there we go. 
we did it we is there anything else we want to say about the infinity arc um i'll say this i used to say i used to say um that the infinity arc was my favorite but us (laughs) discussing it today i'm on the fence really a little bit i think really diving deep into it and thinking about like the villains and how the story is crafted i'm like i mean i love that it introduces hataru and haruka and michiru i love the outers so so much but thinking about it i'm like there's a lot of faults like the it it just sucks because i think of dark kingdom as like the pinnacle of sailor moon right yeah and then like black moon clan was a little bit less but still really good and then i think about infinity as far as like the villains and the substance it it goes down even further in that department so i'm like yeah is it the best I don't know. Honestly, when we get down to it, I think it's going to come, for me, I think it's going to come down to Dark Kingdom versus Stars. Because I yeah. remember adoring Stars. I fucking cried when I finished reading it. Oh. So I just, because I think it perfectly wraps up Sailor Moon. Yeah. So I think, it'll, wow, I'm just really sitting here reflecting like, who am I? Has this changed yeah. me as a person? That's quite, <laughs> quite a big step, but I can, I can <laughs> I, cause I, yeah, I'm kind of thinking Infinity, you know, you love Hatari, so you love her whole storyline, but the rest of the yeah. storyline around it really doesn't have mm-hmm. much substance. And don't get me wrong, there were some great moments, and it's yeah. Sailor Moon, so I'm always going to love it, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it can hold up to the previous two. Yeah, and I'm thinking about it, looking at the axe, and I'm like, after Medallion Daddy Dungeon, like, after her dad dies, <clears throat> and she, you know, fights with Mistress Nine and saves Chibiusa's body and stuff like that, that's when Hataru's story, story shifts and it's just like about this them getting rid of Mistress 9 and Pharaoh 90, which again, doesn't really have any substance to it. There's no like real big final battle. It's just like yeah. Sailor Saturn comes and takes care of all of it. And I think that's what's missing. The Dyson. The big battle. Yeah, the Dyson. <laughs> which, I mean, it's great that Sailor Saturn takes care of it. Love that for yeah. her. But like, <clears throat> this is called Sailor Moon and there was no epic battle in that sense so i don't know maybe i've learned some things about myself today wow yeah but uh that's all we got and uh before we say our usual goodbyes we want to say that we're going to be doing something a little bit different this time um, as you guys have know, or as you guys know and have listened to this podcast, if you've listened from the very beginning, we've posted every single week mm-hmm. starting in February when we dropped this podcast. And uh, we've also recorded every single week of the year. Yeah. Um, because we started literally June, f- I think it's June 4th is our anniversary of recording anyway. June. Um, oh, January. Sorry, did I say June? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, what? my bad. January. January 4th is our when we first recorded uh, Act Zero. Yeah. Um, so we've literally recorded every single week. And the weeks that we didn't record, we already had episodes in the back catalog. So we didn't, we've posted every single week. <laughs> Yes. We've done this podcast yeah. every single week of the year, and we're going to take a little bit of time mm-hmm. uh, for ourselves and uh, maybe build up holidays. over the holidays. And uh, so this will be the last episode of the year and of season three of Sailor Manga. Mm. We will be back starting the dream arc. Um, January 10th is when it will come out. So mm-hmm. mark your calendars. And we'll see you back then. Uh, don't for, forget about us. Yeah, don't 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 miss us too much. It's for reference. It's only two weeks. <laughs> it's only two weeks. So it's it's not going to be a crazy amount of time. We're just taking a little time off uh, to uh, fully prepare for Act Thirty Nine, Dream One, Eclipse Dream, which is what we'll be discussing in the next episode. So uh, yes. look forward to that. You'll have the new artwork. We've got new artwork for the Dream Arc. We do and. Uh, 
we'll be we'll be raring to go yeah definitely so uh thank you guys for listening to this wrap-up episode of sailor manga you can find me on the internet at justin gray 22 across twitter instagram and youtube and you can find us both on twitter and instagram (laughs) (laughs) at sailor manga pod and you can email us at sailor manga podcast at gmail.com and please do we we haven't heard from anyone in a little while uh which we get it it's the holiday season people are busy we heard from our lovely hannah we did we emailed hannah we heard back from hannah hi hannah uh love hearing from her she's the best Mm. um and also leave us a rating and review if you feel so inclined please do helps people find this just absolute chaos driven podcast yeah as we've learned from the past what 46 episodes we've done yeah i think so gosh i'm looking at it now and it's 46 47 including this one so that's 47 podcast episodes this year we've really done it huh yeah i'm proud of us (laughs) (laughs) me too uh but yeah i guess that's all we've got so i'll just say in the name of the moon we'll be back soon bye guys and happy holidays yes happy happy holidays happy new year we'll see you in 2022 hopefully it's gonna be better than last year (laughs) yeah (sighs) bye goodbye All right, let me just boot up my PC for some more Dead by Daylight. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Already hit. Oh, God, we're a mess.